Welcome to The Grind, a church planning podcast by Arkansas Baptist State Convention full of personal stories, practical tips, and missional strategies to bring you insights and encouragement on your church planning journey. Live from Little Rock, here are your hosts, Neil Scoggins and Chanson Newborn. And welcome to another edition of The Grind, G to the R-I-N-D. I feel like a poet today, Chanson. <laughs> I'm Neil Scoggins here with Chanson Newborn. Chanson, how are you, man? I'm well. How are you? Good. Boy, you boy, you this sound good. <laughs> sound good. It's the beard, man. Yeah, that's it's what it beard. is. Yeah. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. <laughs> okay. Well, you can't feel nothing else because COVID won't let you. Man, yeah, COVID-19 won't let you do it in 2020. So, no, sir. You know. So, man, so how is uh how how are how are things going with you just in general, just navigating this season, just kind of maneuvering through everything and uh you know connecting with people not you know try not to allow covid to uh, restrict us um yeah. from you can still connect with people still still um communicate and still uh build relationships with people and you yeah. just have to be creative yeah just be unique in the way that you just approach this thing yeah but uh it's it's going okay yeah that's good family family good yeah family family's yeah. good now you know thanksgiving we just ended with thanksgiving yeah and yeah. uh thanksgiving yeah. it was different yeah hey yeah. my mom my mom told me listen um i'll see you 2021 <laughs> thanksgiving 2021 she didn't even do a and christmas 2021 <laughs> so my my mom told, she just told us hey we'll we'll see you when we see you so how did so, so, so which which was which was okay I, yeah. I completely understood yeah there you go yeah. your mom i mean your your wife cooked does beverly cook now that th- that was the unique thing about this year i cooked thanksgiving dinner mm. you you cooked and we survived. <laughs> now, this seventeen years. I've I, hey, I don't do the cooking. My wife does an excellent job, but I really? decided this year to kind of step up to the plate and kind of help out. You know, since COVID ruined the <laughs> gathering, so yeah, I said, right. you know, I'll make this fun and yeah. and I'll cook Thanksgiving dinner, and I did. Dude, yes, I, I cook. am impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed, and we, you know, it didn't poison us. We we're and still we here. Still and uh, now this is being recorded very early after Thanksgiving. Right. So that yeah, we <laughs> need to check on you later. Man, he got food poison. <laughs> He's out for three weeks. What happened? To it Jack? was a sweet potato pie. <laughs> yeah, had some bad potatoes, Doc. Hey, but it, hey, it, it, it went well. The food was good. The kids ate it. You know, that's good. My hey, wife complimented me. And look uh, at that. Now my wife cooked everything, so she yeah. every single thing only thing except you know i eat greens yeah, yeah. so she didn't do greens i had to put some hot sauce on there but other than that man it was uh it was it was real good yeah well yeah. that's yeah yeah there you go speaking of flavor mm-hmm. speaking of flavor today chanson we reached way up we reached for the stars oh, this is gonna be got, a good one it's yeah it's a good one yeah tell a neighbor tell a friend yes yeah it's real good so hey those of you that are charles have you ever been on the grind you've been on the grind though no this you? is my first time really yeah man welcome I to the grind know. yeah well, welcome I appreciate to, you yeah <laughs> welcome to the grind brother i had no idea. i don't know why i thought you were here before no man this is my first time man really yeah 
Charles Simpson. So, Charles, you are, where are you originally from, Charles? Charles so is a I'm church originally planter, from uh, Marshall, extraordinary. Texas. Marshall, Texas. Yeah. Same place that Jamie Foxx is from. Well, is he from Marshall, Texas? I don't know. Man, he's don't from, know. He's from, he's from Tyler, Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not yeah. that far off, about 45 minutes. Okay. Away. I was yeah. close geographically. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I actually stayed in Tyler. Actually, Did you? actually, um, I share with y'all in, in, a, in a bit um, on, on kind of how Tyler actually played into some of my story. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So from from uh, Marshall, Texas, stayed in Tyler for a while. Mm-hmm. Left Tyler in Marshall and moved to end up going back to um, SAU in Magnolia, Arkansas. Magnolia, Arkansas. Yeah. Went to college there. Went to college there. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> Were you okay? Let me ask you this: Were you saved at the time when you went? When I went back. Oh, when you went back. Yes. When you were there the first time. There is a uh, pre-story <laughs> to the post-story. <laughs> he is. Right. He is. Yeah, man. So today, actually, um, we, we're doing something a little different on the ground, but we just want to hear want to hear your story. I've heard your story. I think Chanson has, yeah. has heard it as well. But some of the church planners and, and pastors that really want to hear the story of Charles Simmons. Yeah. Uh, the before yeah. Uh, this is, you know, BC before Christ. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The early, the early Simmons. Did you, I'm just curious. Did you have a nickname? Did, did... I had a few nicknames. Okay. And they all, there you... were some few nicknames. Gotcha. <laughs> In football, they used to call me lunatic. <laughs> what? My fraternity called me crazy with a Q. Crazy. crazy. Q crazy. Okay. My rap name was Twisted. You were a rapper too? Man, I did a number of things, man. Golly. Yeah. You were just you were just made to be a church planter though, weren't you? I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God tempered me <laughs> in the way. Wow. So you were you were at SAU. You told us this story, man, that uh I don't know what the setting was yeah. uh that you told it, but you end up telling this story about how uh, you you accepted Christ. Somebody yeah. that kind of got connected. Share with us a little bit about, about what happened. I will, there. man. So 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 it actually started. So mm-hmm. I'm from Marshall, Texas, right? Yeah. And um and I played football um all my all my life, and I, I played football, but I was also involved in a lot of extracurricular activities. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, a lot of street extracurricular <laughs> yeah. activities, okay. right? Gotcha. And gotcha. so um I was actually the number two recruit, recruited linebacker in the whole state of Texas. Are and you serious? I'm very serious. How long ago was this? This was <laughs> this is terrible, <laughs> man. This is in '99, 1999. Are you kidding? Now, if you serious. think that really wasn't that long ago, I, really I know it's been 20 years, yeah. but that's not long ago. No, nah, man. And um, yeah, so football was what we did, and uh, man, we, I was just like, and I was, you know, some of my story, and I, as as I kind of unfold this, you'll understand one of the reasons why I was so good as a linebacker. Um, because you just had to be relentless um, as really <laughs> in your pursuit. And I was an angry player. Um, really? And so, yeah, man, I would literally uh, crack helmets and run through people. And I, would, I was some parts of that I was trying to um, take my own self out. I was trying to um, almost damage myself in, in a sense <clears throat> in, in some parts of that. So I would literally try to see how hard I could hit to black my own self out. Are you serious? Very serious, man. Wow. And I did a lot. Of that. And sometimes I would, I would come back to when I hit the ground, and and so that's kind of part of the story. But I, but anyway, I played in Marshall, Texas, and and so that being that type of player, everybody commended that. You know, that yeah. opened up a lot of doors for me, and I was highly recruited um, by colleges. But I also um, had academic problems because I, I was. I, it, it's crazy, but I could literally just drop my brothers off to school in the morning, 
go run street stuff in the daytime and just be back in time for a football practice. And if I had an F on game day, I had an A or B by when it was time to play. Because, Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, it, and that was, it seemed good, but it ultimately ruined me because it was that way at high school. It was not that way in college. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. ultimately I get to college and you think you're going to get the same type of thing. And, um, and no, <clears throat> they held you accountable for what it is you did. And so ultimately what happened was I failed um, out. I got in trouble for a lot of other stuff, took this whole street mentality to, to, to college, uh, to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and got in trouble with a lot of things that they couldn't ultimately get me on, tried to get me on, but couldn't ultimately kind of pin me on. But they was able to eventually get me for grades. Gotcha. And so here I am now a starting linebacker mm. for SAU, a D2 college, um, and I fell out. Golly. They so you're off the team. I'm off the team. Still there. Still there. I'm off the team. Um, it's the summertime, right? So now, I mean, like, it's the summertime. Two a day is getting ready to start. So I'm literally the starting linebacker, and I fell out um, the second semester of summer school. <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, school getting ready to start. They starting linebackers out, mm -hmm. and so they. The thing is, I was in so much trouble. Man, I got in so much trouble with all types of stuff. Um, running up, uh, <laughs> calling. It was just I did uh, so much crazy stuff. But ultimately, the reason why I'm saying that is because that's important because. They didn't really care that I failed out. They really wanted me out of the school because of so much stuff I was causing. Gotcha. And gotcha. Um, and so because of that, the president kicked me out and said, listen, you can't come back here, but I'm going to write a letter, a recommendation for you to go wherever it is you want to go to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't go home. Uh, you, you can't. can't right. Yeah. yeah you, golly. Yeah. So you're supposed to not, you're, you're not supposed, when you get suspended, you're not supposed to better go anywhere for um, a year. Right. But right. he wrote a letter like, Man, just go wherever you want. And so ultimately, I went to TJC in Tyler, uh, Texas. Really? Went to Tyler Junior College. And so um, there, I um, uh, was there just getting my grades and things uh, uh, together. And um, Now, were you living on campus at the time? I was living off campus. Okay. Had an apartment okay. uh, off campus. And still, at this time, not, you know, not say I hadn't given my life over to Christ. And so I'm still living kind of this wild uh, uh, type of life and yeah. um, and was girl crazy. I was yeah. girl crazy. And yeah. so I saw this girl and um, she was walking across campus. And I was like, man, <laughs> that's a beautiful young lady, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me that's not. That's the edited version. Right. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a, a stalker, but let me just, you know, so I don't want to just run up on her. She was yeah. walking. I didn't want to. So she walked into the library and I followed her into the library. I guess that is. You I'm, went I'm, to the library? Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay. I went to the library. Okay. He found out it was the library. Yeah. After <laughs> there, there is a library? No. <laughs> she goes into this library and then she sits down kind of like in this little uh, living room kind of setting. You know how they kind yeah, of got the yeah. study set settings. Yeah. And this guy is sitting there, and she sits down. And so I'm like, oh, man, you know, I don't know if this is her uh, boyfriend. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of sit down in, in uh, uh, one of these couches in this circle kind of area and just kind of, you know, listen in. Yeah. So I sit down and say, what's up to everybody? They're like, hey, what's up? And they started talking about church. Wait, 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 wait. You chasing a girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you get God. <laughs> man, I'm chasing the girl, man, and I get God. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow. But my mom and dad raised me, raised me in church. Right. So right, I had right, right. so I knew the church language. I knew gotcha. how to act like yeah. I yeah. was at a certain level or whatever. Yeah. Right. And so in a way, you know, I'm I'm talking with him, you know, playing, you know, the role. She gets up and she she leaves. And I'm like, well, I can't I still can't just get up and go after her, right? Because mm-hmm. I still don't know if this is her guy. Right. And so man, he he starts talking to me and then he invites me to church. Hmm. Right, just right there. Yeah, he invited. Had you me met to him before? I had never met him before. Wow! And this had to have been the Holy Spirit, because somehow I gave this guy my real number, <laughs> <laughs> and I gave this guy my real address. After the girl, after left, the girl left, you gave him your real name, my real name, real number, address. real address. Wow! And so, man, sure enough, you know, the next. The week, the, the following Sunday, mm-hmm. he shows up at my um, apartment. So this is Sunday morning. This is Sunday morning. Okay. He shows up at my apartment, right? And um, he, he he tried to call, but I didn't recognize the number. I hadn't, you know, I didn't get his number. I just gave him mine. Yeah. And so he tried to um, to call. And, you know, the, it was cell phones and all. That was totally different. It ain't like yeah. it is now. But right. in a way. Yeah. Um, and so um, he just came to my apartment, man. And he came. And I told my brother to tell him, man, I'm not telling him I'm not here. Tell him I'm not here. And so my brother um, tells him I'm not there that Sunday. He comes back the next Sunday. Golly. And the second Sunday. The second Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, and, th- and then he comes and I, and he comes and I, I open up the door. Um, probably, you know, gone from a wild night uh, uh, the night before. Yeah. And I stumbled my way to the door. And here he is. Hey, man, I just wanted to invite you to church. And. <laughs> I was like, nah. I said, man, I gotta go out of town. I'm sorry, man. I gotta go see about my. Uh, I had uh, my uh, uh, younger uh, baby at the time. I said, I gotta go see about my baby. Uh, nah. So er- that, that this happened every Sunday. Now I want you to hear this. Every Sunday, I was suspended for a year. Okay. Wow. He did this every Sunday for about ten months. Are you kidding? So me? every Sunday. <laughs> He's knocking on your door. This is a guy you do not know. Do not know. You just ran into him chasing ran a girl. And chasing in the the girl. Right. And every Sunday he's knocking on the door to invite every you. Every Sunday. When I say every Sunday, I'm talking about now, this is BC, okay? This yeah. is before right, Christ. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, I told you I was involved in a lot of street activity, right? Right. So he, I'm to my, I would do anything. He would come to the door. Sometimes I would talk to him crazy, talk to him bad. One time I was like, I'm just going to go to the extreme. I blew smoke in his face. I mean, <laughs> wow. like, he continued to come every Sunday to invite me to church. What were you thinking? What was, in, what was going on in your head, <clears throat> in your mind, when, when this guy kept on coming? <laughs> Because about about the first month, I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, I'm you know, out. something ain't right about. You well, know. you know the fr- yeah, that's yeah. What so. I so what were, what were you thinking? Well, initially I was like, I'm gonna have to get a restraining order. This dude is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one of these church people. But you know what? He wasn't. He wasn't beating me up about whether or not I was going to heaven or hell. He wasn't. Um, <laughs> wow. He wasn't um, attacking me with a bunch of scriptures. He wasn't. Um, concluding like where my future would be gotcha. and where I was at that time. He yeah. only cared about a relationship. He only cared about. So, so it went from like, it, it, it went from me thinking this guy is crazy to like, man, maybe this guy, maybe like, there's something to this. Yeah, maybe, 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 to this. maybe he all right. So here's the yeah. question I have to ask. At what point did it go from, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. To this is crazy. To hey, let me listen. Well, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I had a, a wild. It was a week weekend. I had a wild night, and um, and he came. He came like he, like he normally would do. I'm about two months 
um, away from being the, the end of my year suspension. Okay. And I'm contemplating on where I'm going to go. At this time, all of these colleges have found out that I'm not at SAU. So gotcha. now I got 13 colleges that have recruited me. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. And I'm still in with my brother. I'm getting ready to like, okay, I'm about to figure out where I want to go finally, where I want to get an opportunity <laughs> to go to. And he comes like he normally would, do, uh, normally would come the Sunday before Easter. Okay. So this is now the Sunday before Easter. And he says, um, and, and so he knocks on the door. I tell my brother, tell him I'm not here, man. Tell him I'm not here. Like I normally would do. Mm-hmm. My brother goes to the uh to the door and says, He here in here, he in the back. Because <laughs> he's tired. He's tired of lying. <laughs> yeah, he tired of lying. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. And so anyway, I go to the door, I said, What's up, man? He's like, Man, Charles, you know, um, next Sunday is, is Easter or whatever, and man, we're gonna do some eating even this um Sunday. And man, we would love to uh, you know, we would love for you to come. And so uh I was like, you know. I hadn't ate yet, and I started thinking to myself, <laughs> yeah. like, man, you know what, man, forget it. I'm not, I'm not gonna have to put up with him too much longer. I'm getting ready to leave. Yeah, man, I just, I'll go ahead and go with you. Wow. And so I went with him that Sunday. <clears throat> Changed my life. Golly, mind you, man, I, I went and I was scared as ever. It was, it was Hope of Glory Apostolic uh, Church right outside of Tyler, Texas. It was Troop, Texas. And man, they were praising the Lord like never before. I had never been a part of no environment like that. And so I was kind of, I was kind of scared. Yeah. And when the man started, when he, when he started preaching, so I just started crying. Wow. Man. Now I hadn't cried in five years. Well, yeah, you were, you were lunatic. Yeah. You were, you know, crazy Q yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. I, and, and it was just this uncontrollable because crying. I, you said earlier, you know, I was angry. I was angry, man. So five years of that, you, you end up at a church and you're wailing. Yeah. You're releasing all of this. I am. So what, what was that experience? What, what happened? Well, he was talking about the love of God and how, like, the love of God, how the love of God pursues you even in your mess. Mm. how mm. God like writes your story from the beginning <laughs> and all I could think about was that guy and mm. how that guy wouldn't give up on me no matter what bad side he saw from me no matter how bad I talked to him he wouldn't give up on me he constantly pursued and pursued me and for me I felt like someone actually actually cared not just about my performance and what Football, I could do for him. Yeah. yeah. Not just about what I could do for what what kind of money or whatever I could produce for him in the streets or whatever. But somebody who didn't know my story. Golly. Who didn't who 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 even saw who who really the truth is never saw a good side. Only saw the bad side of me. Yeah. Constantly pursued me for something that was for better. And I, I just started crying uncontrollably. Now, let me ask you this, because because I want to get to something kind of beyond that. So at that point, did you, you know, go down? And I don't know how they did it. Did you accept yeah. Christ at that point? <laughs> say, Listen, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm broken. Da, da, da. What, what happened what with happened? that? Man, so um, so I knew something was working, something that was different. But I was kind of scared. You know, he, he, yeah. he got, the pastor gave an invitation or whatever. And I didn't go down, didn't, didn't go down to Al. Right. Right. And so I went, the guy, you know, he took me back home. And I, and I was telling my brother about it. And so, you know, my brother, you know, he was um, kind of listening a little bit to me. And so I would go sneak in the back, you know, um, because I was in an environment where people weren't doing none of that. And I would right. go sneak in the back and I would open up this Bible. Mm. And every time I would open up the Bible, I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> every wow. time I read God's Word, I would cry. Right. And so the next Sunday was um, Easter Sunday. Wow. And he asked me, um, the guy asked me would I go to um, the sunrise service with him. And so on Easter Sunday, I um, went to this um, sunrise service and gave my life to Christ. 
um, that the next Sunday during the sunrise service. So you, so you went the week before and cried. Cried and then Easter <laughs> Sunday, yeah. And then next wow. Sunday, Easter Sunday. So Palm Sunday, you cried. Palm right, Sunday, I and cried. Then yeah. Easter Sunday, you accepted. Wow. That's right. The next Sunday, I accepted Man. Jesus Christ, and and after I accepted Christ, I started hearing God speak to me. In, a, in ways I just had never realized there was his voice. Yeah. And I, I had all of these colleges, 13 colleges, to go, to have an opportunity to go to. But I felt like God had spoke to me about going back. Wow. Going back where? To SAU. Wow. And that's how I ended up back at SAU. Golly. So you, so SAU got a chance to see the before Christ the before Charles and, and the after Christ yeah. Charles. Who was Charles when you returned? Well, Charles returned with no help <laughs> as wow. a brand new Christian. And um, and so I, here I am. I'm going down here and I'm trying to like be this different person with no one to walk alongside me. So I wish I could tell you all that everything went, you know, 100, but it didn't. Yeah. I, I was, I mean, I was, the, I was back. The linebacker was back. I had pledged uh, uh, <laughs> Omega. I was in yeah. my fraternity. He yeah. was back. And so, man, for a long time, um, after a little while, for a long time, I just kind of fell back into this whole crazy um, partying, whatever type of lifestyle. Nobody yeah. was talking about Jesus. And wow. then one day, um, I met, which is now my wife. I met my uh, my wife, wow. and um, which was another beautiful lady going across the campus. Amen. Yeah. Did she and go, <laughs> did, did she go to the library plug. too? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. She was actually going to this computer lab, and mm. so and I go in this computer lab, and ultimately, to to make um, a long story short, she uh, she was helping a friend of mine who was from the, from Marshall, Texas, and wow. so um, after my friend left, she she um, I told her I need to help. She helped me. And uh, from that point on, um, she invited me to church. And when she invited me to church, um, I, I, I tried to find it the first Sunday, couldn't find it. The second Sunday, I found it. Okay. And when I walked in, this is no lie, it was about 50 some people in there, but only three men, one of them including the pastor. Wow. <laughs> and so um, I felt like immediately God spoke to me and said, I want you to fill this house. And so the next Sunday, I brought um, seven. Oh, and so, uh, mind you, now I'm my wife was singing and everything. And so ultimately that Sunday, I I repented, gave my life back to Christ, rededicated my rededicated. life. Yeah. yeah. And the next Sunday, I brought seven guys with me. God. The man. next Sunday, I brought twenty something guys. Whoa, 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 with whoa, me. whoa, whoa. So, you started recruiting. I started recruiting. So you brought seven guys with you the first yeah. time. Twenty something the second time. Then the next Sunday, you brought twenty something with me. Some more guys. Yep, and so eventually, I, I, all I my, all I wanted to do was just I wanted people to under, and so I have this popularity. I was a football player. Yeah, I was the president of my fraternity, and oh, so man. here I was, like guys, they knew that I wasn't fake, and I wasn't. I just right. if I'm running around yeah. here talking about the Bible, this got to be real, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. and some of them had seen you before. They saw me before. Yeah. All of them. These are people I had partied with. These are people who I had, oh, you man. know. And before you knew it, man, um, I was bringing 172 people. Let me ask to you this, to, to church. Let me ask you this: How did you get from there to church planting? Well, uh, I was bringing about 172 people because I, I would have to take roles so we wouldn't miss anybody. And this, we didn't have vans, so this were people who were dedicated to bring, to drive their cars. Are you kidding? No, me? no, we were looking like a funeral procession, <laughs> and, I, and we and so um, ultimately, um, I. There was no uh, vibrant type of. There were a lot of ministries that were doing great jobs, but not one that was kind of reaching some of the demographics that we were, that, yeah. that was coming to this uh, church. And so um, I started 
um, a campus ministry on campus. Wow. And so um, that went really well. It was it ended up being like about 373 people um, in six months on this campus. And so we just we started seeing like a lot of phenomenal stuff started happening. And that's kind of where church plant. That was kind of like almost like the first church plant that I had uh, that I ever planted. Yeah. Um, eventually me and my wife, we graduated and. Uh, we went to Texas and set up under uh, a pastor there by the name of um, Mickey Lofton. And one day he told me, he's like, Charles, you're an eagle. And he said, um, you can't be caged. You know, you can feed an eagle in a cage. You can give them water and sunlight, but they but they need to be free. Yeah. And he says, I'm, I want to free you and I want to help you. And so ultimately we planted the next church um, mm-hmm. It was um, True Vision Fellowship Church in Magnolia, Arkansas. That was gotcha. in 2007. Yeah, yeah. And uh, from there... It just went on to the Rock Church in Conway and then even uh, to today, the Con- uh, Connect, Connect Church. Connect Church in Little Rock, yeah. You know what? what's amazing? You know, uh, that story is amazing, and that's your that's your testimony. Yeah. And I, it just impressed me. I don't even know how long ago <laughs> you shared that that testimony. I will say this. There are some things that you have shared with me personally yeah. uh, that have kind of shaped my, my journey, my church planning journey. As a person being pursued, here's the question I have to have. What are some of the principles that you learned about somebody that is going to, you know, reach out to somebody, you know, for evangelistic principles. Because a lot of times we give up. But yeah. this dude did this for mm-hmm. 10 months. Yeah, 10 months, man. Yeah. So on the, on the from the unsaved to saved side, give me some of the, like well, a, two or three things that you're like, man, this is what you need to do. Well, you know, from the unsaved side, one of the things that I, I realized is that um, I li- I was living, but I was like almost like the walking dead. I really I had popularity and people around me, yet I still felt alone. Yeah. I didn't know um, that I was actually loved authentically, right? Yeah. And so for me, it was real the, the pursuit. You know, on the back end, in hindsight, I'm able to see it's it's almost like um, God connected the dots. He was on one side, I was able to be pursued, right, and so I yeah. was able to uh, see this type of relentless love, yeah, right, yeah, um, that that God is a master at executing His plan. Yeah, he he is a master at getting us out of stuff that we got ourselves into and can't <laughs> and can't pay for, right? That's right. So um, I was able to see him authentic, uh, see God authentically do that. And I and so now I know from an um, unsaved uh, standpoint how people actually feel. Yeah. yeah. So I know um, <laughs> the rebuttals, right? And sometimes we can get discouraged on this end because it doesn't all it doesn't seem like well we're sending any fruit, right? Or yeah. we're always being re- rejected. Yeah. Um, but I um, am encouraged because I've been in those shoes before, so I understand that it's not it's not always that they are rejecting what you're offering. Sometimes they just don't understand it, and you have to be able to continue to push past all of everything they have experienced mm-hmm. yeah. so Ooh, that while God good. is peeling that off, while mm-hmm. you're pursuing, God is peeling. Yeah, that's yeah. good. While you're pursuing, God is peeling off all the times that they, uh, that they um, experienced unauthentic relationships. He's peeling off all of the uh, environmental shapings that they grew up in, yeah. all of the rejections that they received. And eventually there comes an opportunity because you didn't give up. There yeah. comes an opportunity for God like to shed this light. And they actually, he pulls the scales from their eyes and then they actually see. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and, Go ahead, and Charles, as church church planting is all about evangelism. Yeah, period. I mean, um, if you don't evangelize as a church planter, you won't survive. You're yeah. not a church. Planter. You're not a church planter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you something else. I, the, and I don't I don't know the guy's story that knocked on your door. Were re, that he was relentless, 
But um, how how did that impact you as related as it relates to it being a church planter? That's good. And because I hear your story and I hear you say, "Hey, you brought seven. Yeah. Then you brought whatever. Yeah. Me and you know. <laughs> and so, how did that impact you as a church planter? When it when God called you to the ministers to, to plant the church, how did that impact you? That one guy. Yeah. How did how did that besides your salvation story? Yeah. How did that impact you as saying, "Hey, he was relentless." So and 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 pursuing me. Yes. Uh, how does that shape me as a church planner? Yeah. As a church planner, man, um, we, we, there are so many, especially in this crazy Corona season, mm-hmm. uh, this is probably one of the most challenging times as, as church leaders that we have ever um, experienced, especially as a church planter, mm-hmm. because part of our church planting is all about planning, but it's hard to plan when things are uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, yet I, as a church planner and just, my story helps me understand this. One thing I learned is that God, and I've said it a little bit, even from the other side, is that God is a master at executing his plan. Yeah. That that scripture, some planted, some watered, but God got to increase. Like that's something I hold on to because we do, we plant seeds and plant seeds. And sometimes you're wondering, you don't see nothing poking through the ground. You yeah. don't see mm-hmm. any type of harvest, but God, I'm telling you, even, even during the time of this recording, this is an Advent season, right? Yeah. And we're celebrating the coming of the first, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, the first coming of the Lord. And uh, it shows us, like I said, God is, is a master in executing um, his plan. So I, I'm encouraged because even when I don't see it working, I, I know that it's working. Have you seen that manifest itself as you planted churches? I mean, how have you seen that manifest? Where, where, give me an example of a time where you know, because here's the deal. There are a lot of guys that are planting churches right mm-hmm. now or contemplating planting churches. Yeah. And it's not, and Chanson said, it ain't sexy. Right. You know, it ain't sexy yeah. all the time. Right. But give me a time where you were like, you know what? I got to be relentless. I got to rely on him. And yeah. he does have a plan yeah man uh when i think about when i think about my story this is one thing i um i really god didn't he didn't just pursue me just to, so that i can have a place in heaven right that's yeah. that's great right that's mm. that's that's wonderful but i didn't die once i got saved yeah right? um he also he pursued me because i was a part of his story god. like i'm a part of his plan you see i'm a part of his purpose god. now that's so strategic because what it basically says, it tells me this, that God not only is a master, right, at executing his plan, but God is very strategic and making sure that his purpose and his plan is always fulfilled. Always. And he wants to use us to do it. Golly, man, that is, ooh, keep yeah. going, Charles. So the Come reason on. why I'm, I, the reason why I have to go, let me just say, like I would say, go as hard as I have to go mm-hmm. is because I'm the, I'm being the hands and feet of Jesus. This isn't about me planting Connect Church, me getting notoriety um, for Connect Church. This is about mm-hmm. me connecting as many people possible to this life that Jesus said he wanted us to have. Do you think, and, and, and we're going to, man, this is so Hmm. good. Do you Hmm. believe that the way we come into the family, uh, manifest itself in how we operate in the family? Yeah. So you mean, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, So because you were, let me, let me clear it up a little bit because you were pursued Mm -hmm. because there was this relentless chase, right? Because you did, you went through the, Oh man, that's nice. Hey, this dude is weird. Hey, let me check this out because he, he was consistent in, in, in working with you through those phases. Do you think that that 
was a marker or that made an impact on how you operate mm -hmm. as yeah. a kingdom man. As absolutely. A, you, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, absolutely. It's for me from a personal standpoint. Yeah. Right. I think that, um, how we were pursued and our journey as it relates to, uh, up into salvation and whatever experiences that we experienced after that plays a strong part in our pursuit, right. Uh, towards other people, but somebody may be listening and may say, well, I didn't experience all of that. I grew up, in church, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and so I don't, <laughs> you know, what, what about me? And I, and I would say to that person to think about some of the questions that you have in life that only God answered. Yeah. Think about some of the relationships that you have. Think about your dark moments and in your darkest moment, you know, a King that you can go to. Yeah. Now I yeah. want you to think about somebody else in their darkest moment who have no direction. Golly. You don't have to have mm. my story. To have a to have a relentless pursuit. Yeah. All you gotta do is think about how lost you would be in a room where the light switches off, God. and you have no direction of that room, and and Jesus is the guiding light, yeah. and He's using you to open up the door, so that somebody will be able to see that light. And be able to yeah. walk into destiny. Man, write that down. That's an invitation, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> that is an invitation, Charles. That is so. That is so awesome. You know what? You you talked about that, and and I start thinking about a little bit with me. I you know I grew up in the building, but the church was not in me. Yeah. And so I understood the lingo. I understood how yeah. to maneuver. I understood programs. So a lot of my early ministry was about just very programmatic. Yeah. Uh, until you know you come in contact with somebody. Yeah. And things change, and it's highly related. Or yeah. highly whatever. You're right. I think how you're pursued. So if you are, in Ch I think Chanson said it earlier. If you are not, uh, if you want to want to uh, abdicate your responsibility to be an evangelist, then uh, you're missing it in church planting. You can't. Oh, yeah. You can't do it. But think about how you were pursued. Think about how you're pursued. Yeah, how you were pursued, either by that person. Or by, you know, by God. God yeah. did put a whole bunch of situations. And it doesn't have to be somebody knocking on the door. No. <laughs> it could be a series yeah. of situations yeah. that take place. Man. Charles, this is good. So tell me about Connect Church, a little bit about Connect Church, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll let everybody move on there. So Connect Church now is in Little This is the third city, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Conway now is in Little Rock. There you go. Yeah, man. So we're excited, man. We, uh, we had this golden opportunity um, through... Um, Thank God for our partners, um, the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, man, Dr. Tucker, the whole church planting um, team, and uh, and First Baptist um, in Little Rock, and I, and I, um, man, Pastor Jonathan and I, we just have such a kindred spirit, and it's just a God thing, man. We're we're planting Connect Church in the Tyler Street uh, on Tyler Street um, in the uh, Fair Park Oak Forest area yeah. of Little Rock, and um, man, we, you know, even in the midst of uh, this. Corona season, we plan to launch off sometime of summer next of next year. Okay, and so we're just working to build a team, and man, it just it feels good not to um, have to walk um, this out alone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, to be able to have a strong church that's uh, that's with us, and we love the First Baptist family, and um, man, we've been it's just it's just an, it's just an amazing experience. So we're looking forward to what God is going to do in that community, and we're I'm gonna do just like God did for me. We're gonna yeah. be relentless Golly. at uh, at connecting people to Christ. Man, that's awesome. I'm excited about what's about to happen with uh, Connect Church. Yeah. Charles, Charles is a veteran now, church planner. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been doing it for a long time. And <laughs> what, I would 
not to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm in church planting because of you. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Because of you. That's Charles. right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Matter of fact, so so we let's go ahead and connect the dots. I was about to do something crazy <laughs> in church planting, and Charles yes, said, was. Charles listened to me. He said, "Man, listen, man, um, do yeah. a Bible study first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did a Bible study for nine months, man, and we jumped out there. So, uh, Charles, thank you so much for joining us here on the grind, yeah, man. Thank man. you for it's sharing that story. Um, I don't know who that person is that yeah. uh, that pursued you, but but uh, Chanton and I owe him uh, a favor, owe him uh, yeah. a gratitude of thanks just because uh, he was relentless in pursuing you oh, uh, and uh, uh, manifesting, you know, incarnational ministry. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, where he came after you to remind you that uh, God is definitely pursuing you. So uh, we praise God for Connect Church and everything that you're about to do. Chanson, man, this is, I'm, I'm getting ready to go somewhere and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, indeed. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Grind. Any questions or you want to connect with us, check out our show notes. Also, you can email us at thegrind at absc.org. Thanks for joining us this time on The Grind. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Grind. We hope you've learned something new and found some encouragement along the way. Hey, to learn more about church planning in Arkansas and to find more resources, visit www.absc.org. Click on the church planning tab and make sure that you rate and review us, especially if you like what you've heard.